Which players should you be targeting on your dynasty waiver wire this week? We're talking about that and more on today's episode of Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is former NFL scout Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at Williamson NFL. Matt, we are 10 weeks into the season now. It is a Tuesday, and we're talking some dynasty transactions. Uh, we've, got, we've got a few interesting names here, though. Uh, a few interesting names following week 10. So let's jump right into it. Um, All right. We talk every week, Matt, about the injuries. And, and finally, it feels like they weren't that bad. This week, we still had a couple. Uh, we'll start there. Alexander Madison uh, apparently suffered a concussion, and we know that means he might he, he is in danger of missing next week as well. Uh, that's kind of the story of uh, concussions this season. That uh, that typically means you're you're not going to be available uh, next week for your team. Ty Chandler stepped in, and of course, we talked about Chandler last week as a waiver target, but more as a preemptive, uh, just in case, uh, following the KM Akers injury. Now, if Chandler's still sitting out on your waiver wire, a little bit more of a priority, I would say, this week. He had uh, he ended up with 15 carries, 45 yards, and a touchdown. Um, Chandler could certainly be the starter next week uh, in week 11. As uh, as the Vikings potentially are missing Alexander Madison, Kenny Nwangu is uh, possibly the backup next week. Uh, what do you think about these guys? Yeah, I'm gonna talk about those in a minute, but I just want to throw this out there too that yep. not not only did we not get hit super hard with fantasy injuries this past week, which was nice, but we actually got Kyler Murray back. Maybe oh, we're gonna yes. get Justin Fields. You know, maybe Stafford's on the horizon. A Chan. You know, Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Speaking of Minnesota, so actually getting we're adding to the pool as opposed to greatly siphoning from it. So I think that's intriguing. And there was a lot of points scored this weekend. So it was a good fantasy week all in all. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Uh, James Conner, another guy we got yeah, back yeah. on the field, and I was uh, I was. Uh, kind of having a back and forth about uh, a, a trade that uh, someone on Twitter was potentially looking to make and essentially saying uh, that, you know, I'm, I'm ready to make this playoff run, but I feel like I'm one player short. Should I make a move for Austin Eckler or Alvin Kamara mm-hmm. or, or, you know, one of these veterans. And I was looking at the team and there on that, on the injured reserve list is Devon Achan. And, you know, it's it, it feels like getting those guys back, you might feel like you need to make a trade. We're going to talk about some uh, possible trade targets later in the show. You might feel like you need to make a trade to get that boost for the fantasy playoffs that are coming up so quickly. Uh, but if you've got 
Justin Jefferson, A-Chan, one of those names you mentioned, you're going to get that boost. You Not to say you shouldn't make any trades, but uh, of course, right. that that's really going to bolster some lineups coming soon. Uh, Ty Chandler, what do you think, Matt? Yeah, I'm a big fan. Uh, this was like my favorite last round pick in redraft. I mean, that was before yeah. Akers was there. I thought he yep. was very impressive. In the preseason, I think he's an explosive player. I thought he should have gone a round or two higher than he did in the NFL draft, but running backs fall, as we know. And frankly, I've never been super impressed with Madison. So, you know, when that was you know Labor Day weekend, I mm-hmm. thought Chandler had a chance to even surpass Madison as the one. And that didn't happen. And then Akers gets traded for and Chandler gets dropped in a lot of places and people get tired of it. But I'm really impressed with the Vikings overall. I mean, I, I think here, I think it's a possibility for Minnesota. Um, what they're doing with Dobbs is tremendous. Jefferson's coming back on the horizon. Vastly underrated offensive line. Great pair of tackles. So I think that's a thriving environment for a new running back to get plopped in there. And I would expect Chandler starts this week. And I think he'll timeshare from then then on mm, i like the sound of that yeah, yeah. definitely a, a potential that that could be a short-term waiver move but as i said we were already looking at chandler as an option the vikings do play the denver broncos next week so if it's chandler that is the starter uh you'll probably want him not only on your team off the waiver wire but maybe even in your fantasy starting lineup as well uh the Bengals, interesting team here uh, really, really a disappointing loss on Sunday as the Texans came back once again. What a, it was a that was a fun game to watch. But uh, around my yeah. area, we've got a lot of Bengals fans, and I, I could uh, I'm trouble, not one man. of them, but yeah, but I could kind of feel their pain a little bit. Uh, T. Higgins missed that game. Uh, Trent Irwin stepped in, played pretty well, had the touchdown to start the game, ended up with a couple catches, 54 yards, and a score. And uh, Irv Smith, uh, honestly, has just struggled this season. The Bengals have have tried a lot of different options at the tight end position. Tanner Hudson is the newest one and uh, didn't have a huge stat line, but certainly saw a ton of targets. Seven targets, caught six of them for 33 yards. If you're in a tight end premium league, those catches uh, piling up like that are a big deal. The Bengals do play in uh, on Thursday night this week. Uh, unfortunately for uh, for the Bengals, maybe and and for their fantasy managers as well, they play the Baltimore Ravens. So I don't know. This is this is definitely not a matchup we want to chase. But it sounds like T. Higgins is going to be out again for that game. So both Irwin and Hudson are guys to uh, at least consider stashing on the waiver wire, uh, but maybe not starting this week. So I actually think this situation is more interesting, unfortunately, for the real world than it is for fantasy or dynasty in that the Bills and the Bengals now are in serious jeopardy of not going to the playoffs, despite how well they've played really since Burrow's gotten healthy. You know, they if they lose to Baltimore, they'll be 0-3 in the division. That'll be their fifth AFC loss. And they played like the hardest schedule in the league going forward. I mean, they still have the Chiefs and all kinds of tough games. So. I just, I'm kind of avoiding this because Irwin and Hudson just don't move the needle for me. Uh, and yeah, that's fair. 
you know, I, I mean, I, I think it's a fun discussion. Boy, I'd love to see this offense with a tight end. I've thought that for a while and kind of hoped mm-hmm. that Irv Smith, the former hot young tight end, could be that guy. It sure doesn't seem like he is. And I think the other thing you have to unpeel with this situation is, will Higgins even be back? You know, could an Irwin or um, the dude from Princeton be the Higgins successor next yeah. year? I kind of lean towards no. So, you know, so... They're not a great short-term fit. I don't know if they're a long-term fit, and it's a tough week opponent this week as well. Yeah, that's that's all very fair. Uh, Irwin was a a popular DFS target uh, this mm. past week, and now you're uh, talking. yeah, I, yeah, I actually scooped him up and and started him in a league where, uh, where you know, believe it or not, my my team is not very good based on the fact that I started Trent Irwin, uh, but it, it worked out well, worked out. Um, but yeah, you make a good point. Baltimore defense, not one we want to uh, face. And, and Irwin Hudson, probably not long-term options. So more of a desperation play there. A couple other guys to throw out quickly. Jalen Guyton, um, a name we hadn't heard much from this season. Of course, the Chargers continue to deal with injuries uh, to their receiving core. Uh, Guyton had a, had a solid game, four catches, 41 yards and a touchdown. Of course, Josh Palmer still on the injured reserve. Now Keenan Allen is banged up. He had a monster game on Sunday. Guyton again, a little bit of a desperation play, but also one of these guys that uh, we want, we want a piece of that offense. Um, as, as bad as the chargers have been again on the field in real life, they do continue to put up fantasy points. So Guyton, not a bad option, Matt, before we wrap up the waiver talk, I got to get your thoughts on what we saw in new England or in, in Frankfurt, Germany, I should say, uh, once again, Mac Jones pulled from the game late in the game for Bailey Zappi. I think going back over the past year and a half, last season and this season, that is either the fourth or fifth time that that has happened, that Mac Jones has been benched late in the game in favor of Zappi. And we get the quotes from Belichick following the game and, and on Monday essentially saying he he's evaluating everything. And I know I know Belichick is being evaluated as well. This is an ugly situation. Really ugly situation, like potentially first overall pick in the draft situation. If it, yeah. although I don't know if the Giants will ever score another point or win another game, they're <laughs> they're rather horrendous. But Patriots aren't all that much better. Um, I don't have great takeaways. I mean, I think Mac Jones. I've never been a fan. I, I mean, I would not have used the first round pick on him. I don't think he's a natural playmaker, but. If he were Miami's quarterback or the Niners mm. quarterback, I think he'd be just fine. I think he's in an impossible to succeed situation. He needs to get out. They need to find something different. This seems like it's getting almost toxic. But in a really cheap super flex move, I might grab Mac Jones and hope he lands somewhere, you know, Atlanta or New Orleans or, you know, somewhere mm. there is a chance okay. to at least get out. I mean, I think he's a good processor. He's accurate, but he's a mess right now. Yeah. I I don't mind a a buy low on Mac Jones either. Certainly will be cheap. Uh, As far as the rest of this season, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens the rest of this week as we kind of uh, await these decisions. I would say 
Zappy is kind of similar to what we said about Tommy DeVito last week. I mean, in a super flex league, you've got to mm-hmm. roster him, but I can't imagine ever starting him. So maybe, maybe mm-hmm. that means uh, that he's just a roster clogger. Uh, that's certainly what we've seen from DeVito so far. Matt, uh, we're going to have some conversation next about the uh, trade tar- some trade targets based on rest of season schedule. We did this a few weeks ago, had some good names and we're going to do that again. And we'll do that right after this. So Ryan mentioned the Jace case to start the show. And it's something that my family, especially my wife is really happy. We have, because we go to this uh, YMCA camp. It's in the middle of nowhere. And if something were to happen to our kids or friends there or whatever, we'd be in a lot better shape with the, the Jace case and all the antibiotics and the thing that they offer there. So I highly you know, recommend looking into that. So whether you're on extended travel or bracing for a major weather event or limited by yet another supply, supply shortage, you are covered. Thanks to our partners at Jace Medical, life-saving antibiotics, and a long list of daily medications can be ordered on a one-year supply, I mean, even ED generics like Cialis, Viagra, and Rivado prescriptions. So go online right now to jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. So make sure you use our promo code Locked On at checkout. Get a discount with that, of course. A, a verified customer had this, had this to say about Jace. I, I'm thankful for this service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut pills in half to have it. In order, I ordered most of my daily meds with a year supply. I also ordered the antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everyone. So if you or someone in your in, you love would love to get some peace of mind by having a year supply of any daily med, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use our promo code locked on and you get 20 bucks off your purchase. Thanks. Football season is here and Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On NFL Kickoff Live. Every Friday, Locked On will go live at 2 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Hosts Tanitra Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup, your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, and more. Plus, get the in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country, who know their teams better than anyone else. Find Locked On NFL Kickoff Live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on any Locked On NFL YouTube channel. All right, Matt, we talked about the uh, trade deadlines in Dynasty Leagues last week, um, and those, again, are coming up soon if they if they happen in your league. So it's time once again to look at some trade targets for the remainder of the season and went back to, uh, to our buddies at fantasy pros. They release a, an updated weekly strength of schedule tool. And uh, again, this is just looking at the remaining games. And these are the players that got a five-star strength of schedule. Let's start at the quarterback position. Joshua Dobbs, the Minnesota Ooh. Vikings. Man, what a story Josh Dobbs is. Matt, he, he, he's a fun one. Uh, I, I've seen some comparisons. I've made some comparisons to Geno Smith, uh, kind of this mm, year's version yeah. of Geno Smith. What do you think 
about Dobbs moving forward? He scares me. (laughs) I'm rooting for him to no end. I mean, I know a lot of Steeler people that know him and great respect and love him and think he's smart and a great human being and all that stuff. And this is a tremendous story. And I said the, you know earlier that O'Connell should certainly be near the top of the list, if not the top of the list, for Coach of the mm-hmm. Year and all the good Viking stuff I said. And I think the playoffs are very real. I just think that the league has already sort of spoken on him, unfortunately. When you get traded three times in a month or five teams in a year or whatever it is, I think you quickly realize, yes, we love you, just as the Steelers did way back when, but you have a very low ceiling. I think he's got a high floor and a low ceiling, and that's great whenever you lose Kirk Cousins and don't have a fallback plan, but I don't think he can get the Geno start every week, take over a team as a starter next year situation to me. So it sounds like you don't have that long-term confidence in him. What about just the rest mm-hmm. of the season? Uh, no, not not so much. Superflex, I think he's very startable, so he has yeah. value. You know, so I don't think he'll lose this job. He's not going to get traded again, uh, obviously. <laughs> you know, so that part's good. He's a the leader of a good offense, and he runs, so that's great. Um, but I think he's Ryan Fitzpatrick more than he is New Geno Smith, maybe. Okay. Uh, some recent around. trades no. involving Joshua Dobbs. These are all super flex trades. Uh, Dobbs for a second rounder. Saw that one a few times in the trade finder at dynastyleaguefootball.com. Dobbs for Kyron Williams. That's another player. You're talking about some players getting back on the field soon. Uh, sounds like Kyron Williams will be back for the Rams soon. And then Josh Dobbs for uh, McLaughlin, uh, the Denver rookie running back. Uh, Demario Douglas, another rookie for New England, and Dawson Knox. Uh, hmm. I, I certainly want Dobbs over that collection of players. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> all those like spare Douglas. parts. Yeah, they're okay. Yeah. Uh, I want Dobbs over the second. I'm I'm willing to pay a second if I need that that second starter in a super flex league. Mm-hmm. Kyron Williams a little bit closer, but you can make an argument. So uh, Dobbs certainly not an expensive target and again has a great schedule based on our friends over at fantasy pros Uh, another quarterback with a five-star schedule for the remainder of the season is jared goff matt he's going to be a little more expensive jared goff for kenny pickett and rashid shaheed goff Uh, yeah goff pretty easily there uh the other two trades are are tougher i think goff and a third rounder for a first and Goff for Deshaun Watson. I just don't think I could pay a first for Jared Goff at this point. Um, I, I would have a hard time clicking except on that one. Yeah, Deshaun Watson, I get it. I get it. He's, I get it. He's, he's been okay. Uh, you know, banged up again now following Sunday's game. Goff feels, certainly feels a, a lot safer than Watson. And... He's shown, at least this year, has shown a higher upside. Uh, I'm good with making that deal for Jared Goff as well. I agree with all that. Uh, I will throw in it's only one half of football, but the second half, even post-injury against the Ravens, in my opinion, was his best play in a Browns uniform. So maybe. I mean, again, he was 14 for 14 the second half. Great, but I've seen so much bad 
that I think I'll take my chances on Goff. Last note, I, I hope no one is worried about, you know, Hendon Hooker looming there in the Lions room. I mean, Goff, I think, mm. is the guy here, at least for the next couple of years. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we've got some running backs and wide receivers with five-star schedules as well that you may want to consider trading for if your dynasty team is a contender. Uh, we'll continue this conversation next. Score early in this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. It's the only place I go, honestly. It's the best one out there. There's no doubt that it's America's number one sportsbook. So right now, new customers get a $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. So frankly, you could have bet the Cowboys money line against the awful Giants team for five bucks and boom, $150 goes right in your account. How about that? $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is incredibly easy to use. Trust me. Uh, There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, more, way, way more. I mean, there's all kinds of awards and things like that. You can bet on who's going to win the division, stuff like that. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. We are talking trade targets. This is based on the rest of season strength of schedule from the folks over at Fantasy Pros. Uh, Matt, we talked about Jared Goff and Joshua Dobbs at the quarterback position. Uh, this is just just how it worked out. We've got a, a cheaper option and a more expensive option at each position. Let's start with the expensive running back. It's Brees Hall. And, uh, you know, schedule or great schedule or, or terrible schedule. Brees Hall is a guy we want to have on our dynasty rosters for sure. Obviously he's going to be quite expensive. Uh, some recent deals from the trade finder at DLF, uh, Brees Hall and Kate Otten for Bijan Robinson and Daniel Bellinger. The, the tight ends are essentially throw-ins here. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is Brees for Bijan. I'm still going Bijan. I'm still going Bijan too, but uh, I would say Brees is closing that gap. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think I'd rather Brees for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So if you're a, a strong contender, would you make that move right now just just to pivot no. to Brees? No, you're, you're keeping Bijan. I am, I am as well. So essentially that means they're still in different tiers for us. Yeah, plus Bijan yeah. just got a nice workload. Maybe Arthur Smith maybe is uh, waking up a little bit on that. I hesitate uh, to say that, but who knows. Brees Hall on a third rounder for T. Higgins and DeAndre Swift. Brees for Higgins and Swift. Hmm. I think I'll take the Brees side. I think I will as well, but that's it's man, a good deal. That's, that's a close one. That is a good yeah, one. I like that deal. Very good deal, whoever pulled that off. I can yeah. see both sides of it. Uh, and lastly, a couple teammates getting traded for one another here. Brees Hall for Garrett Wilson. I still want the receiver. I still want the receiver, too. I'm, I'm hesitant to say that. We know the situation mm-hmm. there with the Jets. Uh, Zach Wilson gets another, somehow, another vote of confidence from his coaching staff. Uh, I don't know. Isaiah I Pacheco. You, I just know you well enough. If we had a dynasty startup today, you would take Wilson over Brees. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're right. Yep. Isaiah Pacheco, a little bit cheaper. I saw him go for a second rounder. Also saw him go for a first rounder. I would gladly pay a second, and there's no way I would pay a first round rookie pick for Isaiah Pacheco. But, hey, somebody out there did. Um, What about this one? Isaiah Pacheco for Sam Laporta. No chance. I want Laporta. No chance. I want Laporta there. (laughs) No matter what my structure of my team is, no chance. Yeah, I thought I thought Pacheco would be a little cheaper, and I like that second round pick for him. I like that deal, but uh, maybe he's more expensive than I thought. Couple of wide receivers, uh, very quickly. We mentioned that name, Demario Douglas. He's got a five star schedule the rest of the season. Oh. Tough to figure out what's happening there. He's got a one star offense, though. Uh, right, right. <laughs> uh, Quarterback, and there we go. Situation. Yeah, I don't I don't mind investing in Demario Douglas. He's pretty clearly the top target in mm-hmm. that offense right now, but you're right. It's it's tough to use any of these uh any of these Patriots. The good news is he is still very cheap. Uh Douglas for a fourth rounder. Douglas yeah, and you do, a fourth, I think you do that. Yeah. Right. Douglas and a fourth for a third. Douglas sure. and a fourth for Chig Oconquo. Uh, I'm I'm paying I'm paying that price for Demario Douglas. Uh, in every league I can, plugging him in as my wide receiver three or my flex and, and feeling pretty good about the 12 points he's going to get me. Yeah, I mean, I, I would give you two thirds for Douglas right now. Yep, totally agree. Last one, this guy won't uh, won't be easy to acquire no. based on the uh, the run that he is on right now. C.D. Lamb and the Dallas Cowboys have a five-star schedule remaining. Uh, and he is pricey based on the trade finder. Honestly, though, not even as expensive as I thought he might be. Uh, C.D. Lamb and a second rounder for Bijan Robinson and a third. Um, I, I think the I'll Lamb take C.D. Lamb here. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought we might disagree on that one. C.D. Lamb and a second once again for Kyron Williams and two first rounders. Uh, let's let's say Kyron's worth a second. So this is Lamb for two firsts. Lamb. Lamb, yeah, agree. He's awesome. CD Lamb, this one's this one's pretty easy. CD Lamb for Zach Charbonnet, Tajay Spears, and a second round pick. Lamb, we like those. Thousand. Yeah, we like those rookie running backs, but this one is not close at all. Give me CD Lamb, man. Maybe I should make some offers for CD Lamb. Offers I, out here. We're that's, that's cheaper than I expected. Uh, if you want to go bargain hunting. Brandon Cooks, maybe even Michael Gallup uh, could benefit from that same five-star schedule for the rest of the season. Those are just some trade targets. Yep, those are good, some trade targets to consider if you have a contending dynasty team, especially if your your trade deadline is coming up soon. Hopefully it's not. Hopefully you don't even have one. But if you do, think about those players. That's going to do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan, MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.